0: Hello my Damon Funyons! This is your O. Henry host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Edgar Allen potato chip cast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's Memorial Day once again. Get out there and remember someone who deserves to be remembered and do something that will be worthy of someone else's future good memories. That's as much seriousness as we do here. Today's story is about the holiday spirit and impending death. There isn't a couch in this one at least. Oh shit, now the couch is pissed at me. Get over here now if you want to save me and fight for your life! Fight for You Live by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Frank was going to die. How's that for an opening to a funny story? He was out here on a nearly barren tundra on the man-made planet Sabrina's anklet, and if he didn't make a fire, he wasn't going to last the night. There was only one tree for hundreds of miles, and it was an artificial tree. To survive out here, Frank was going to have to build an artificial fire. The gigantic conifer tree was silver, not from the moonlit snow, but from the aluminum it was made of. It was the last survivor of an ancient artificial Christmas tree farm. Kind of a bitch to light, but once it was going, molten aluminum had to be nice and warm. Frank pulled the space axe from his pack. It was made for chopping space, but his aluminum tree axe was back on the ship. But Frank would make it work. He was nothing if not resourceful. But before he got to within 20 feet of the trunk, the tree lashed out with a branch and punched him in the face. Think again, hotshot, the tree said. This was the problem with artificial trees. A natural tree would just sit there and take it, not wise off either. But artificial trees, well, they could have been grown to do anything. It's either you or me, buddy, Frank said. It's you then, said the tree, and he grabbed Frank and pulled the space lighter from Frank's space pack and tried setting Frank on fire, because to be honest, the tree was a bit chilly itself. Fortunately for Frank, he wasn't space, so the space lighter didn't set him on space fire. Now that he thought about it, he really wasn't equipped for anything other than space. Should have thought of that before landing, he supposed, but for right now, Frank said, Ah, can't kill me after all. Maybe not with space fire, the tree said. Then it proceeded to illustrate a way that might work by shaking Frank like it was mixing a daiquiri. Killed by a Christmas tree on Christmas Day, Frank groaned. The tree stopped. Wait, it's it's Christmas? Yeah, Frank said. He was shaken and hardly stirred. Well, I can't kill you on Christmas. Maybe on the Feast of the Epiphany, but not on Christmas. Thanks, but I'm gonna die out here anyway. So what, you want me to start shaking you again? Probably not. Cheer up now, the tree said. I got a gift for you. The tree set Frank on the ground and raised its lower branches. There on the ground surrounding its trunk was a huge lumpy tree skirt. Seeing nothing else, Frank raised the tree skirt and found a tree vagina. You're a, you're a she-tree, Frank said in astonishment. Yes and no, said the tree. My tregina takes in a stage since I trejazzled it. But look again. And there above the tregina Frank saw it, a male member, a stiff aluminum trenus. Here uh, he started. Yes, the tree said. A trimaphrodite. Frank was amazed and suddenly clenched quite tightly. I- is this uh is this my gift? No, what am I? A perv? Your gift is over to the side of my right treesticle. And there it was, a space coffee maker! And Frank happened to have space coffee in his space pack, though he wasn't sure why. He really had to put more thought into his expeditions. Frank plugged the coffee maker into the tree. At least he hoped that was an outlet. At any rate, it made some great coffee. Frank's heart, along with the rest of him, was warmed. He was going to be all right. I'm sorry, Frank said after another sip, but I didn't get you anything. Really? No coffee for you! And it threw him out into the snow. That tree was a spiteful son-daughter of a bitch. if this tree ground your beans, you can swirl it and other brown liquids at the URL of the Steel Danielle, the Mango.com. Don't cry out loud in the comments for this post, just keep it inside, or Mallory email me and we'll never rest at the summit of matthew at bewarethehairymango.com or tie up Justine Bateman's family at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com The SF and SF Signal originally stood for SuckFest, the annual lemon tasting competition held in Houston every Memorial Day where sfsignal.com got its start. The team soon abbreviated the name to SF in what was perhaps the wisest marketing move in its history. Donate. It all over the place, no, 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 no. Donate to this one place here through the pretty lozenge on the homepage. Your money will go to feed one middle-aged overfed child on the Florida coast. Please help before it's too late. Twitter cuz you're bitter that all the coolest kids are hanging out under the bleachers and smoking me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. If it's any consolation, they'll be pregnant in a year and stuck in this town for life while you set off in a hot air balloon to Lawrenceville to seek your fortune in the fast-paced world of aluminum siding. In one move, I've lost all of my pregnant, towny, aluminum siding salespeople. That was half my demographic. This podcast foams longingly from the ruptured nozzle of a form-fitting pay-as-you-go pelican intolerant baby tasting individually wrapped fruit flavored creative commons attribution non-commercial share alike 3.0 Unported license until the end of this week this is matthew sanborn smith telling you not only does the apple not fall far from the tree after college the apple will reattach itself to the tree while it tries to get back on its feet only apples don't have feet or jobs good night